Titan Radio. Listen, connect, express. Hello, we are back for another episode of Just Quarantines. Welcome back, everybody. Today we have Jacob Weber. Hello, Jacob. Hi, I'm Jacob Weber. Okay. Uh, a physics major at Cal State Long Beach. Awesome. And what else do you do on campus? Any organization you're involved with? Um, I used to be involved with the Society of Physics Students, but I didn't have time for that after my freshman year because I had to start working more. <clears throat> so at the moment on campus, no, I'm not affiliated with any organizations. Okay. And... As far as like your classes and all the academia that you're involved with, how has this shift in the quarantine has, how has that affected you personally? Oh man. Um, so with all of my upper division physics classes, they have made the shift to online it, both easier and harder than it needed to be. Um, there's like no due dates anymore. So if you need extra time to get something done, you can get it done at your schedule. Dropbox is open until finals day on May 14th, I think. But it's a lot harder because a lot of my professors are having difficulty recording their Zoom sessions and keeping the class like interactive because it's literally like watching a YouTube video about physics. There's not really much interaction that can be had unless you don't understand something. And the professors are used to, you know, like a lot of student involvement and everything like that. Since they're going to be talking about like really big concepts, they need people to interject, ask questions, clarify on things. But nobody's going to do that on Zoom because it just takes too long to word the question and get it out there. And then it takes up too much time and the lessons are being recorded. Nobody wants to like raise their hand when they're being recorded. So it's been quite a bit more difficult to understand subject material. Stuff that used to be easy is now a little more hard. But in order to get a good grade in the class, I think it's comparatively easier. Um, for the math classes, life is great. Those classes were built to be online. Um, you can go on YouTube and search up almost any subject in math besides like the really, really theoretical ones, like down the road that you take as a master's student, everything pre-masters is online and you could have taught yourself. You wouldn't need to go to school. So all the professors are linking me different videos to these online tools and these YouTube interviews and stuff that uh, teach the material as good or better than they could have done it since that's obviously the better option. If the resource is already there, you might as well utilize that. And once again, there's no due dates for any of the math classes, which are already not very homework heavy. So exams are take home, which means you can study for them as long as you want and complete them as if you would a homework assignment. And the grading schemes quite a bit easier. It's a godsend for math, but kind of a shot in the foot for physics. I see. And have you noticed that the 
online classes have they actually been beneficial or like how you were saying earlier that it takes too long to put together a question do you feel like in other classes it kind of hinders your growth um in physics you would you know talk to the person next to you try to see if they had like a, a better answer or you like there's usually one or two tas that are sitting in for the lecture as well and you can talk to them without interrupting the teacher and you can see if you just miss something small so you don't have to waste anybody's time and then the lecture continues without you having ever asked your question because you already got it answered using less invasive means but in the zoom class you have to stop the entire lecture stop everybody's train of thought so that you can get clarification and it's usually difficult to pick back up after questions been asked because everything is so conditional if you're halfway through like a 20 minute equation and you're trying to like figure out circuit analysis it's going to be difficult to constantly bring back the class to that common point or to the point that they were trying to teach if everybody keeps asking simple questions about different components of the circuit it it drags things out a lot longer and it makes it so that like the lesson the examples they don't flow as well so they don't stick as well also for my physics classes in particular, a lot of them don't have actual textbooks. They just have like compilations of online material. Um, for one, I have, I didn't have to buy anything and it was all just online textbooks that are really, really bad. Like they have typos everywhere. They aren't peer reviewed. They're just kind of, you know, textbooks that are supposed to get you to a further understanding of the simpler concepts. And then the professor elaborates on those in class but they don't even utilize like the full textbook. They don't use it to help us with supplementary instruction. It's kind of like a one and done thing during class. If you weren't paying attention or you didn't understand something, you won't understand the homework. You won't understand like the different labs and stuff. A lot of it is self-taught at the moment and there's not very many resources for the self-teaching. So that's definitely been a struggle. And are you noticing any change in leniency from your professors? No, heavily. Um, they all understand that this is like a worldwide epidemic. Everybody has different lives. Um, I think like the biggest one is we're finding out how many of like the student body is considered essential personnel. Like there's quite a few of my classmates who I didn't know were EMTs and stuff like that. So they'll be absent for like four online lectures in a row we won't see them at all. Like the little number counter will be missing like two or three students. If it's supposed to be 22, it'll say like 18 or 19. And then we'll get like a group email later saying like, oh, if you're an EMT or something like that, please let me know beforehand that, uh, you know, you're going to be working these shifts and stuff like that, which doesn't make any sense because they're on call. So it's a little, it's difficult to, to gauge just how lenient the professors are going to be because the grading system is still like in flux at the moment. And there's quite a few different ways that people can screw themselves over by waiting too long to submit assignments. And there's quite a few like essential personnel that are still like fighting coronavirus at the moment that are going to need special consideration. And I haven't heard any talk about what these people are going to get. So I think the school is trying to make it seem like everyone's more lenient. And definitely, as I mentioned earlier, like there's less due dates and it's a lot easier for um, like 
online resources to be utilized and the assignments and the grading schemes are supposed to be easier, but I honestly don't think it's getting, the difficulty has shifted very much or the difficulty level hasn't changed. It's just shifted in its category. Mm -hmm. Because there's still a lot of people that are struggling because, you know, they're only sleeping six hours a night because they're working like double shifts back to back at the VA. Um, Quite a few people who are doing internships are having to kick it into overdrive because they're unpaid labor and they can work from home or do things that the paid people could do, but they can do it for free. So they have all this new work shoved on their table. I have a friend who's a paralegal and she has like double the workload she did when she was going to the office in person. And one of her professors is like the person that referred her to the paralegal firm. And the professor is not giving her any leniency, even though she was the one that referred her. So, I mean, I think there's a little bit of perspective that a lot of professors are lacking because their entire life revolves around academia. They don't, they don't see how difficult it is to switch the gears in your brain and come back from doing these strenuous things all day, putting yourself at risk, like putting your family at risk. And then, you know, like jump into a zoom lecture that it doesn't really translate. Right. It's very difficult for people to get that shift going. Have you or your family or friends or anybody been personally affected by the virus? Um, so far I've been pretty blessed. I don't have a single family member that's come under with the coronavirus. Um, I have quite a few friends that have family members with the coronavirus. Um, I, I have a friend that's staying in, um, or that has a lot of family right now that's staying in New York, uh, right in the epicenter, right in New York city. And her great aunt who's 90 got coronavirus and survived. And then there's quite a few of her caretakers that got coronavirus. And I think her uncle, which would be the great aunt's son, also got coronavirus. So it was like a pretty hectic couple of weeks, especially in New York where the virus has essentially taken over. It's like the, the death toll is really, really, really high um, per, per capita. But me personally, no. I've been lucky enough to stay safe thus far. Well, that's good. And do you think the schools had any part in pl- making sure that you stood safe by closing down? Do you think it was the smarter decision? Yeah, uh, CSUOB was very proactive. Um, I believe all of the Cal States were. I don't know of anyone that clung on till you know, they got dragged out kicking and screaming. Um, I believe we were some of the first nation or first universities in the nation to to move completely online or to shut our doors because it took a couple of weeks for us to move online, but we had completely closed down the campus like March 15th or something earlier than that. So it's been a good four weeks since anybody set foot on campus, unless you're essential personnel. Um, had we waited like a lot of universities in Texas did and like um, a lot of universities in New York did, we would definitely be seeing a much, much worse curve. I think per population, California's doing pretty damn good right now. And given the huge amount of uh, like college age people, I'm that's pretty surprising. I would have expected us to be one of the worst because everybody still went to the beach after the quarantine went into effect until they closed down the beaches and everything. But no, I think we caught it early enough that 
our specific university in our state is doing pretty well. And how do you feel about how the educational institutions are handling thus far, like the entirety of the semester? Um, I think they're stuck between a rock and a hard place and nobody's going to be satisfied with their fixes. I think um, just to like break it down categorically, financially, a lot of universities are really failing at the moment. They're not giving people refunds for dorming. Um, I know a lot of the private universities in California aren't. Um, they're like, you know, withholding the funds because apparently they need the money so that the dorms will be ready for next semester and stuff. Like nobody's getting refunds for tuition. I don't know for sure for the Cal State system schools or anything like that. I'm not entirely sure what our refunds are going to be. But so far, Long Beach has gotten uh, parking pass refunds housing and dorming refunds, food pass refunds, just about everything besides tuition. So I think we're doing pretty well financially. Um, educationally, it's on a professor basis. You can't really blame the university for having professors that are technologically illiterate. I mean, like a mastery of Zoom was not in the job requirements two years ago. So as good of an education as you can provide, if you're not you know, really, really focused on, <clears throat> yeah, you can't, you can't really blame them for that. So I wouldn't put that at fault at the university. I think the university is handling the educational transition pretty well. Um, Zoom is by far the best option. There's quite a few other video hosting platforms that have bidded for universities all over the nation. And a lot of universities have like sunk their teeth into it, but I think Zoom's the best. So universities using that or they definitely have a leg up. So yeah, those are really the only two categories I can think of. Oh, and then like the actual virus, I think most universities, like in the weeks before the, the shutdown, everybody did pretty well. And so how has your life been impacted on every front as far as um, work or the people you live with or bills, et cetera? For work and bills is extremely unprofessional. And I think the way that... I don't know if I should like name drop the company. I don't want to like slander them. Um, but the way that my company handled it was pretty bad. They said that we literally got a message uh, the Monday before uh, Governor Newsom made everyone shut down the restaurants. We got a letter on Monday and the restaurant shutdown was Wednesday. That Monday letter said business as usual. Don't worry about anything. Um, Regarding your shifts, everybody come in. If you're scheduled, don't stay home. We need you. Doors are open. Literally, like, 24 hours after that, they said uh, from, the like, the chairman of the board, we basically got a letter that says, you're all fired. Unless you're working, like, takeout or you are a cook, like, you got to file for employment. Here's the website URL that you can do it. And it was, like, literally less than 48 hours between the last time that you put on the uniform and the time that you found out that you didn't have any income. And that really affected like a lot of people that had kids and stuff like that. Like that was their only source of income. They were living paycheck to paycheck. That was just the stop in the face. They didn't know that everything was just going to go ass up. So it's definitely affected work quite a bit for, um, for a lot of people, for me particularly. 
I haven't really felt much, to be completely honest. I'm I've saved quite a bit of money. Um, before this entire thing, I was hoping on buying property, and <laughs> now I can't. But I have, you know, that that nest egg secured. Um, bills are still getting paid and everything like that, so I can't complain yet. Everyone's filed for unemployment, and I'm pretty sure they're just doing an automated like auto accept everybody gets their unemployment. Um, I haven't heard anybody get denied in California, so everybody's going to have that coming in, and we all got the stimulus check, which was nice. And how about the people you live with? Are they pretty much under similar circumstances as you? Yeah, um, everybody here is essentially identical in terms of financial security. Um, it's been weird because... I've had friends come to me and say like, Hey, I don't have any place to stay during this entire ordeal. Like I was couch surfing beforehand and now like my host family doesn't want me here. Um, is it okay if I crash on your couch? And like, obviously, yeah, that's fine. Like I'll just make sure that I stay away from that person for a little while until I make sure that they're not contagious. But, uh, at the moment we've had like a couple people that needed a place to stay. So they weren't on the park bench um, and live with us. At the moment, we have one other person that came in after, you know, with the quarantine and everything, people are getting into it with their families. There's big fights. There's, like, nuclear arguments. So uh, we're trying to mitigate the damage that's been done. I see. And how has um, you, I'm sorry, you live in Orange County, correct? Yeah. In what city? Cyprus. Okay. And so how has your... How has the Cyprus community been affected? Um, do you feel like it's easier to get supplies or how do you feel people are reacting when they're on outings or when you are on outings? Um, speaking for like the grocery stores and stuff in the immediate area, Costco right next to us is a mixed bag. You like, they don't have any of the stuff you need and all the stuff you don't need. Um, it seems like it's been touched or tampered with. Because everybody goes in there and they window shop forever because they're only allowing a certain amount of people into the store at a time. So you have to wait in a really long line. And then once you get in, you know, you've, you've gotten in. So you want to enjoy your time in the air conditioning. And it just it takes forever to get groceries. You can't buy anything in bulk at all. Um, I think that might be like a franchise-wide thing. There's a couple like local, more uh, central Grocery stores like Stater Brothers, Northgate, The Works, they're doing a lot better. Um, yesterday, we were lucky enough to jump in right when they were restocking toilet paper, paper towels and stuff. And we got to buy six instead of one, which was nice. Because usually they only sell one roll of paper towels at a time. And you only get one per family. So every time you go to Stater Brothers, you'd have to get like just one little roll. And it would last for like all of six hours. And then you're out of paper towels again. So we finally got to get like a pack of six, which was nice. Um, everybody's taking a different level of precaution. It's kind of weird in Costco, like masks are borderline enforced. Everybody's given like hand sanitizer and wipes to wipe down the carts. You walk in and there's only rationing limits on how many gallons of milk you can buy. Like not everybody's wearing a mask, not the employees. It's crazy. Yeah, definitely. I've experienced those same things, too. This program is sponsored by Rastaclat. 
Rastaclat is a bracelet company that focuses on those that inspire, do good for themselves, and do good for others. With a variety of colors, sizes, themes, and sports teams, there's a little something for everyone. Make your style statement by visiting their website at rastaclat.com. And don't forget to use our promo code CSUF20 for 20% off your purchase. Rastaclat, seek the positive. And so what have you been doing to cope with um, this whole thing? Like, are are you okay? (laughs) Uh, No. It's been absolute hell on my sleep schedule. I I now sleep at 8 or 9 in the morning. um, And then I wake up at like 3 or 4 in the afternoon. And that makes it so that a lot of the Zoom lectures... I'm half awake, very groggy. I really like don't know what the fuck's going on type of thing. It's, it's been pretty bad. Um, also given that we can't really go out, nobody's really getting much vitamin D. So everybody's just more like down in the dumps on edge, very easy to piss off. You know, you, you step wrong and then everybody's like already on you. Yeah. It's annoying, but you find like a certain solidarity, at least in, in my household, that everybody's going through the same shit. You're not like, it's not like one person's going to work and everybody else is watching them be able to, you know, go outside and celebrate and, you know, get fresh air. Over here, everybody's trapped inside this apartment. We might go out on a walk like once a day, once every other day. We've just been like working out, using body weight, eating as much as we possibly can. And so what can you recommend to the listeners on how to stay busy? Um, like busy in general, like keeping your hands occupied. Well, are there any new hobbies you realize you enjoy or something about yourself that you haven't learned, like, that you didn't expect to learn in this situation? <clears throat> um, well, I mean, it's kind of difficult to go out and buy things for a new hobbies. So you're limited in the amount of things that you can do. I would urge everyone to start working out using body weight it's really easy just push-ups at home um i'd stay away from sit-ups they're kind of bad on your back um just like general working out you can find most of the stuff on youtube and online there's hundreds and thousands of calisthenic stuff i've been getting into that a lot recently um just trying to stay active i for the most part have been watching like a lot of nature documentaries and other like informational things that I would have enjoyed doing if I didn't have to work for 40 hours a week and go to school. So it's more like catching up on media. But after that, you just kind of, you get oversaturated with watching stuff. You need to do things. Um, If you can play video games, do that. I have been trying to figure out how to lucid dream (laughs) just to keep things interesting. Um, It's, like really hard and I sleep a lot of the day. So, you know, maybe if I figure that out, I'll have more fun sleeping. Um, Besides that, there's really not much that you can do without exposing yourself outside. Like if you're in an apartment or a dorm, like most college students are, um, you know, you don't have a lawn, you don't have all these, you know, you don't have a garage, you can't work on cars and stuff like that. You're really kind of trapped. Um, I've been writing and drawing quite a bit more, um, but, you know, soon you're going to run out of paper. We already ran out of printer paper, so we had to start printing things on a 
the eight and a half by 11 college ruled stuff. So a lot of my assignments got printed out like on three hole punched paper because I don't know, like staples and stuff. You don't want to go in there. I don't even know if those stores are open at the moment. It's just, it's the perfect storm for not doing anything, not producing anything. Like most of my friends at night, they'll just like smoke a little bit. They'll have a drink and then, you know, they'll wake up and repeat the cycle of doing absolutely nothing again. You can only work out so much during the day. You can only cook so much during the day without like spending too much money. So unless you have the resources and the means to get out there, you have a lawn, you have like cars that you can work on. There's really not much long-term that you can work. Oh, learning a language. Um, I've been, man, what's that app that I've been using? What's it called? Duolingo. Yeah, there we go. I'm learning German on Duolingo, trying to get my skills up on that. But in order to learn language, you need like somebody to talk with and you have to be like immersed in the culture. You can't really just do mini games and expect to be fluent in somebody else's language and culture. So I don't know. They're just like, they're all little band-aid fixes on this giant gaping wound. There's not really much to do. Yeah, I get you. It's like we're trying to just do whatever we can to keep us... I don't know, make us feel like we're doing something. Maybe it's in our nature. Exactly. The illusion of looking busy, feeling busy. Alrighty. And then, so how can Titan Radio help your at-home experience? Would you, what would you care for to see us do for the rest of the semester while we're all stuck at home? (laughs) What can Titan Radio do for me? Um, Like to help your at-home experience, like what do you go to Titan Radio for? And what do you enjoy? I usually go to Titan Radio for new music. Um, there's quite a few different radio shows. On Tuesday, since the lineup switched a little bit, I was used to listening to certain shows at certain times. And then I realized that the time frames are a little different. So I got to listen to different people that I wouldn't have usually. And now since the schedule has changed, I'm hearing all these different musics and all these different perspectives. You have like a, a playlist that you play at night, right? Like just while everything's off air, like 3 a.m. when there's no shows going. Yeah. Um, I think that's like one of my favorite things. I really enjoy listening to that because I'm awake all night. Um, I'll hop on Titan Radio and I'll listen to the different playlists, but maybe like give it a theme each night. Like Monday night's like blue jazz or something like that. And then Tuesday, like, switch up the playlists a little bit because I think right now it's mostly uh, like pop, a little bit of rap, stuff like that, which is good. I've enjoyed it so far, but it, you know, a different playlist each night would be cool. That's asking a lot. So no, that's cool. That's an interesting take and it's appreciated. Um, But other than the radio station, what artists or music has been keeping you sane? Mostly R and B right now, to be completely honest. I've I've been listening to a lot of like IMDDB, um, uh, K Tornada, a bunch of stuff like that. Here, let me pull this. Um, most of it is I, I can't listen to like really hyped up music, like music that makes you want to go out, music that makes you want to go clubbing. Like I haven't listened to anything Pitbull or like any of those similar artists, like no Latin pop at all, because that just gets me hype. I want to drink, I want to go out and have fun, mm-hmm. and, I can't, and that's depressing. So. Music that already makes you kind of want to like chill home, do much, you know, smoke a little. That's the music that I'm kind of trying to make my sphere around. 
Because if I don't, then I'm just going to be depressed and thinking of all the things I could have been doing right now. Um, let me find the playlist so I can give you a better overview. Because I don't know if anybody listening listens to any of these. Party Next Door. I'm listening to a lot of The Weeknd. Uh, NAO, Kalela, Georgia Smith. Um, Jaden Smith. The internet, a little bit of Sway Lee, but that's kind of more trap. Um, Steve Lacey, all those ones. They're they're doing really well at, I don't know, just keeping me calm, keeping me sane, making me not want to bash my head through my door. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> I know it's really been like a tough time for all of us, but at least we're getting through it and we can say we experienced something like this, hopefully to never have to. Again, at least not in our lifetime. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> I really don't want to have another Zoom university degree or have my kids do it. That would suck. Well, alrighty. Thank you so much for being a guest on our Just Quarantines podcast. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> it was all choppy right at that moment. It was perfect. <laughs> all right, Jacob. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs>